This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can, How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly, written and narrated by Becky Kaiser and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to Day 2 of Grace Enough's 21 Days of Gratitude, where I am sharing the biblical roots of thanksgiving that were a part of the sacrificial system God put in place when Israel was first learning to be a nation. I'm also sharing various gratitude practices that can be found and downloaded for free at graceenoughpodcast.com slash free gratitude practice. You can print those and follow along with me during the next 20 days, or you can download it and work through it at your pace or with a small group of friends. Yesterday, I shared three ways the Thanksgiving offering was different from the other offerings the Israelites were to make. First, God did not require the people to give a thanksgiving offering. It was voluntary. Number two, it is the only sacrifice where a portion of the offering is to be consumed by the one making the offering. And number three, the offering is shared with the Lord, the priest, and family and friends. And yesterday I described why it matters that God does not force his people to make a thank offering. Today we're going to dive into number two. It is the only sacrifice where a portion of the offering is to be consumed by the one who is making the offering. Why does that matter to us? What is the application for us today? Well, the sacrificial system that was put in place when Israel was first becoming a nation included five types of sacrifices. Four of the five sacrifices were either fully consumed on the altar, minus the skin, as an offering to the Lord, or partially consumed on the altar and partially consumed by the priest. So the peace or fellowship offering offered as a sacrifice of thanksgiving was different. The Lord received his portion, the priest received his portion, and the remaining meat and bread would be consumed by the one making the offering and his family and friends. The Thanksgiving offering was a fellowship meal between all parties. God, our mediator, which in the Old Testament for the Jewish people was the priest. But what or who is it for us? Who is our high priest? Jesus and the worshiper. So of all the sacrifices, the thanksgiving sacrifice was the only one that was a fellowship meal between God, our mediator for us, that's Jesus Christ, and the worshiper, or nowadays ourselves. Don't miss this. It is the only sacrifice where the worshiper physically consumes a portion of the offering in fellowship with God and the mediator. 
We offer thanks to God, and it physically, emotionally, and mentally impacts us, the worshiper. Our thank offering not only honors God, it is sustenance, it is strength, it is nourishment to our very souls. It is God's best for us and our brains, which we're going to talk about in coming episodes, and it ushers us into fellowship with the living God. And that is how it is applicable to us today. What I see here is God establishing a rhythm for a people, for his people, long ago that is still vitally important to his people today. Keeping that in mind, let's enter into a gratitude practice. Psalm 107 verse 1 is one of the most common Bible verses we read and hear in regards to giving thanks. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. When you read Psalm 107 in its entirety, you will see that the psalmist is giving thanks to the Lord for deliverance, for deliverance of his people from a variety of circumstances. And that is true for us today. And so as I read Psalm 107 verse 1 again, I want you to think about a time that you cried out to the Lord in your trouble, in your distress, and He delivered you. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. And Psalm 107, verse 6. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. As you think about a time, that you have cried out to the Lord in your trouble, and He delivered you from your distress. Begin to give thanks to Him out loud for the ways that He has delivered you. In the past, when I have been working through Psalm 107, there are a few things that I have written down about times when I cried out to the Lord and He delivered me from my distress. Here are a few things I wrote. So many times, you, O Lord, rescued me when I was a terribly lonely college student and young adult. Your love was steadfast when mine was not. You rescued me from the pits of depression as a new mom. You rescued me from the rejection of my earthly family members. Maybe you can relate to a few of those. And so just call to mind a few of the things that God has delivered you from in your distress. Maybe you're in a place where you can write those down or add them to the notes in your phone. And now we're going to close with a prayer. God Almighty, 
Thank you for hearing our cries when facing rejection, loneliness, depression, and the list of other things that can threaten to steal our joy and contentment in you. And thank you for delivering me from the distress. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening in today. That gratitude practice is from week one, day one of the free gratitude practice that is available at graceenoughpodcast.com slash free gratitude practice. I'll be working through a few of those practices in this space for the next several days and hope that you will continue to join me. This episode is brought to you in part by the Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries podcast. Do you want to grow in your influence? Bow's episodes feature tips for leaders of any kind, from mentoring one woman to leading a ministry. Browse Bow's podcast at beyondordinarywomen.org.